Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Yay! I'm so glad you're here. I really, truly am. I am so blessed to have the opportunity to do this. And I want to start right off the bat by expressing to you my sincere, deeply felt gratitude. Thank you so much. Number one, for tuning in. Number two, for being so totally dope and cool and sweet enough to take time out of your day to write a review for The Shaleen Show. It's awesome. So I thought I would start by reading a couple of my favorite reviews. Okay, so this one is from Jen Edwards, and she says, Shaleen's upbeat positive messages are addicting. I love listening to her on long bike rides. She gives very useful tidbits and has very knowledgeable guests as well. Julie Muse says, this podcast has changed my life, health, wealth, and business. I am amazed that I get to listen to this content for free. She is such a blessing to those of us who are willing to invest in ourselves. Love that. Thank you, Julie. And then this one that came in today from Catholic Singer. He or she says, I find the podcast invaluable when it comes to issues such as health, fitness, productivity, building an online business, starting an online business, etc. It blows my mind. Her guests are fabulous. And this one comes from J3C108. And it is entitled, I am the bomb.com. J3C says, I first heard Shalene on The Art of Charm. And I've sat and listened to her podcast. And I started doing the things that she says to do. And I've also signed up for her 30-day push at 30daypush.com. And although I have a ways to go, I know I will make it. I'm the only one who's stopping me. And Shalene has helped me to see that. I feel stronger every time I listen to an episode. And I will make my goals this year. J3C, I know you will. Okay, one more. I have to read you this one. This is from S. Williams 72707. She says, I, period, love, period, this, period, show, exclamation mark. I don't pass on recommendations to friends unless it's something I'm in love with myself. This show is one that I talk about daily. Yes, daily. I even have my husband listening to her show. Keep up the great work, Shalene. You make us look forward to doing laundry, cleaning the house, and other things. Yes, you. With two small kids, it's the only time I can listen without interruption, and thank you for that. This mama has a clean house and is feeling motivated to take on the world. Thank you so much. I know it's not easy to figure out how to write a review, but all you do is go to the iTunes store, and when you see The Shalene Show, you just click on Review. And uh, I hope you'll give it a five-star review. And I, I just hope that you'll be honest and give people a little bit of feedback about what the show is about and how it's helped you. That's how most people find out about the show is they click on the rankings and that's what causes The Shaleen Show to move up in the rankings when you click on the health category uh, is because of you guys. So thank you very much. That is how we rank. It's because of your reviews and your ratings, etc. So thank you so much. But when you click on the health category, here's my pet peeve, y'all. When you click on the health category, most days, the majority of the top podcasts in the health category are about <coughs> sex. And I get it. I realize that procreation and sex is a part of our overall health. But geez, already, do we have to talk about it so much? Come on. Keep it to yourself. Like, really? There is this much interest to talk about sex on podcasts? Apparently so. Let me read you some of the top episodes in the health category today. So if you're listening to this with your kids right now, put your earmuffs on. Number one, Savage Lovecast. Sex and World Peace. Big Sex, Little Death. Okay, wait, am I really even going to read this? <laughs> P. 
penis mischief and pretend orgasms? What? Oh my lordy, Michael Jordy. Like, what? Are we really talking about this? I mean, really? It's crazy, these episode names. I can't even keep reading them or I would, my mom would probably ground me. I mean, I'm not a prude, but like, I just, I tell you what, I could not talk about these things in a podcast. But maybe if I did, I'd have like a top ranking show this week. Help me put some health and fitness and life balance back into the health category. Maybe I need to do an episode on sex. You know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But I am going to talk about love. And I'm really excited about today's episode because I'm going to share with you the ultimate template to write the perfect love letter. And this is a template that you can use to write a love letter to not just your romantic person, not just your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, but to your child or to your parents or to a best friend. It's, it's a really cool episode, and I'm excited to share these resources with you. I would love for you to have that template on your phone because you'll probably end up texting this love letter, although I'm going to talk to you about the different ways you can write a love letter. But if you would like to have that template texted, not sexted, texted to your phone, all you do is send the word love to 949-565-4337. Now, if you don't want to do that and you'd rather go to my website to actually see the template, you can do so by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. And I just have a very brief template that I want you to print and keep forever or save it to your phone because it's one of the most popular love languages. It's the way that so many of us feel and receive love is through words of affirmation. So this is going to be an incredibly useful episode. It ain't about sex, but it might just lead to it. What? What? Seriously, if you're writing your love letter to your bae, which is like slang for your main squeeze, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your better half, whatever, well, then maybe that'll happen. But love letters aren't just for lovers. Love letters are the ultimate way for you to express deep gratitude, sincere appreciation or love for someone. Love letters are actually a gift that you give to yourself. You see, when you think about being blessed or being grateful or or having appreciation for someone, that love and appreciation that you feel, it requires you to be very present. I have mentioned many times that I have a difficult time just doing what's considered a true practice of meditation, just sitting there, emptying my mind and not thinking about anything until I realized that actually a form of meditation is to be in the moment, to be mindful, to think of how you appreciate someone or to feel gratitude is actually being mindful. So when you begin to think about your love or admiration or appreciation that you have for someone, as you think about it, it starts to grow. But the act of taking those thoughts and putting them on paper or in writing actually creates a swell, like a swell of that feeling, and it releases oxytocin into the brain. And that happens regardless of who you're writing the love letter to. I mean, it could be to a boss or a mentor or a coach or a coworker or a brother or sister, a grandfather, a parent, a sibling, a friend who's done something kind for you. That oxytocin is released as a very powerful hormone. It's a hormone that you feel when you feel love. Oxytocin levels drive up when we hug someone or when we think lovingly about someone. And that hormone plays a huge role in how we bond with others 
and not just our bonding, but our own creativity. When there is a swell of oxytocin, neuroscientists know that there is a correlation between that and an increase of alpha brainwaves and how important it is to generate those brainwaves. Well, we know that you can create that electrical stimulation through daydreaming, mindfulness, meditation, but get this, another way that you can create that and to produce that glucose, that electrical stimulation that we need for creative thinking and for happiness is by being grateful, like an act of gratitude. And I think there is no greater act of gratitude than writing a love letter. So this isn't schmoopy whoopy, you know, girly stuff. This isn't a chick flick on a podcast. This is like legitimately how you can be happier and more creative today and hello and make someone else's day in the process simply by writing what we're going to call a love letter. But I mean, generally speaking, what we're talking about here is putting your words of appreciation into writing, letting someone know that they matter, that you care and you appreciate them, expressing your gratitude in writing. Now, when I say in writing, yes, you could definitely type out your love letter. But I'm going to make the case for you now that it should be a handwritten gift. Here's why. We receive everything in digital form. You're going to get text messages today and emails and And yes, we can save these things, I suppose, indefinitely, but they just get lost. It doesn't have the same feeling. Let me give you two personal examples. Number one, I am blessed by you. My lifers are the best. So I get little love notes from you under my Instagram post or on my Facebook wall. From time to time, people will figure out a way to send an email to my office and and I get those and they're awesome. They're super cool. But I have to tell you, it's the people who take the time to write me a handwritten note and then search for my address online and send it to the office. Don't look for my home address because that creeps me out. And I have cameras everywhere. But for the people who do take the time to like, you know, look up my address at the office, then they write me a long love letter. Really, I save them. I mean, I save them if they're meaningful to me. And I'm just, I'm going to be honest with you and tell you this. I don't want you to send me a letter and thank me for your weight loss. That's yours. And I'm so proud of you. But the ones that I save aren't about weight loss. The ones that I save are the ones where people say, because of what you taught me or what I learned, I've changed my whole life. I've changed the way I'm able to provide for my family, or I've changed my outlook, or I changed the way I feel about myself. The letters that I save are the ones where people say, I just kept listening and listening and listening, and I was a part of your academy, and and I kept applying these things, and everything about my life is better, and I'm happier. I'm a different person because of the Courageous Confidence Club, and I want to share with you all of the ways this has trickled down to my children. Like those kind of letters make me happy and I save them. And you can, you can ask anybody on my staff. I have this giant kind of overflowing folder and I call my evidence file. And it's evidence that I'm living my purpose. It's evidence that I'm touching people's lives. And for whatever reason, I mean, unless it's like an incredibly moving email, I, I save the handwritten notes because I, I know how much time and effort it takes for someone to find a piece of paper and, and go get a stamp and look up my address. Like it, they're just, They're gifts. I love them. And my family knows this about me too. Every note that my husband and or my children have ever written to me that's a love letter or a note of appreciation, I have saved it. 
our full 22 years together. I have every one of those letters. And they're beautiful. And sometimes I go through them. It's just interesting. And it just seems like such a gift. And they're rare these days. To receive a handwritten note from someone means that they, they sat down. They found something to write with. They paused to think about what they were going to say. It has meaning. It's physical. It lasts forever. A handwritten letter allows us the opportunity to pause. And then there's that lag time and however it is you want to deliver it. You can fold it up and put it in an envelope with their name on the front. You could send it to someone. You could mail it to your husband. You could mail it to your son or your daughter. A handwritten letter has far more lasting sentiment than something that you could compose on your desktop or from your smartphone. There's something very personal about a handwritten note. Think about it. Have you ever seen those um, like cards that come from the White House that they send to people who are contributors of whatever party affiliation you have? And you, I don't even know if you've ever seen these, but they, they send them out from the White House, right? If you've got a relative or someone who's made donations to a campaign and you get these letters back and it's like it's their handwriting. But if you ever see one of these cards, you'll do the same thing that I did. You look at it really closely to see if, in fact, this is handwriting or whether it's just been printed onto the card. Why? It's still that person's sentiments. Well, that's because if it was handwritten, if someone really took the time in their own handwriting to write that note, then we know it's very personal. It's authentic. It's special. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to write out this letter. It's totally cool if you first want to put it in writing on your phone or from your desktop, but ultimately I'm going to challenge you to make it special by putting it in your own handwriting. And what I'm going to give you is a six-step love letter. Now, you can take any one of these steps, and in my opinion, that's considered a love note. So each one of these steps in and of itself is a love note. When they're combined, I believe it makes a love letter. Um, this is just all my own personal theory. I am big on love letters, as you may or may not know. That's the only thing I ever ask for. I don't want gifts. I don't want you to buy me something. I don't want you to shop for me. I want a love letter. And my kids know that, and my husband knows that. And there were times when our kids couldn't really write long letters. So what we would do is say for Christmas, birthdays or whatever, I would say, because it's funny how before kids can figure out how to write a letter, they can figure out how to turn on a computer. So I would say, if you want to know what to get mommy for Christmas, just sit down in front of the computer and make me a video and tell me why you love me. And I have those videos from when they're so little. They're so cute. They're so cute. They make me cry. And I have them forever. It's the, I'm so I'm obsessed with love letters. So I would love for you to take any one of these pieces and that I'm about to share with you and you can put it on a post-it note and that becomes a love note. What's really cool is when you find unique, cool, creative ways to deliver your message, your handwritten message on different forms of media, like on a little teeny tiny piece of paper or on a post-it note or a giant poster board. That was kind of weird. I sounded like the target lady right there. So let's get to it. The six elements of writing, what I think is the perfect love letter. Number one, start with their name. Now you can use a nickname if you'd like. I think that's very sweet. But I want you to start with writing out their name. And then number one, step one is to start with why you decided to write this today. And you can say, somebody asked me to think of someone who means the world to me or who I 
haven't perhaps expressed to them how much I love and appreciate them. And your name came to mind. So number one is why today of all days. Number two, list one quality many others might not see as being obvious about this person. So for example, like when when people write me a letter and they say things like, um, you know, I love that you really honor your husband. Like that that's kind of a unique thing that not the average person picks up on. And so that that to me means that someone's really listening and they're really paying attention. So list one quality that other people might not see. It might not be as obvious to everyone else. So let's say, for example, you're writing this love letter to your, you know, very tough, big, strong husband. And what most people might not see is that he's got this really soft, sweet side to him. Number three is list at least one thing that you know is important to this person. So it might not necessarily be the thing that's most important to you, but it's something that's really important to them. It's either a quality that they're working on or it's something that they're trying to be better at or you just know it's important to them. And then give it a specific example like where you've seen it or or why it is you admire this about them. So be very specific there. Number four, recall a time in the past when you can reference one of the qualities we just talked about, the qualities in number two and number three. So then again, as a reminder, number two was just something that the average person doesn't see about this person. And number three was a quality or a trait or something this person is working on. It's really important to them. So for number four, just to recap, you you recall a time in the past where it was very evident you saw this quality or these traits. And again, be specific. Number five, reference something about the future. Perhaps your future together or something you're excited about that's going to be happening around the corner. It's something that you you really have excitement about sharing it with them. And number six, mention one very tiny, perhaps overlooked, some action or behavior or something that makes you smile, something that's little that other people might not notice. And I think it's a great place to insert some humor. But that last one should be something that they don't even realize that it's important to you and it's what makes them lovable or or, or it's why you so much appreciate them. It, it's something small that really says you are paying attention and this person matters. So it was one through six. Let me recap those very quickly. Number one, why today? Why today did you decide to write that? Number two, something that other people don't necessarily see, a quality, a trait, a personality, or a characteristic that others might not notice. Number three, something that's important to this person. So it might not be that important to you. Like maybe you don't care that your wife is 10 pounds heavier or 10 pounds thinner or that she's working on her triceps, but you know it's important to her. Well, then that's a perfect example of something that you should say, I have noticed that you are really getting some fantastic triceps and I think it's beautiful. And then number four, recall a time in the past where you can reference the things that you saw in number two or number three. Like, so for example, if if it's somebody who um, you're, you're commenting on how sweet or how kind and soft-hearted they are, you want to reference a time in the past where you you saw those things. Number five, referencing something in the future, something you're excited about sharing with them, looking forward to. And number six was to mention one tiny little, perhaps often overlooked behavior or action that makes you smile, that you appreciate, that you feel gratitude for. 
And then your closing is your closing. But it, it doesn't have to be long. These letters don't have to be long, but they do need to be specific. Now, I want to share with you an example, okay? So you can probably think of how you would uh, write this letter to your significant other. But let me share with you a letter that I did uh, just recently. I, I try to do letters for my children because when you give them compliments, they kind of roll their eyes, you know, or it's like, it's like awkward. They're like, okay, mom, you know what I mean? But nonetheless, I will text them love notes. And then from time to time, I want to put in writing. I don't know if they save them. I don't know. But I do know it makes my heart swell to write these things. So I'll share with you one I recently wrote to Brock. So number one is to reference why you're writing this today. So I'll say, Brock, today when you told me about how you had suggested to one of your friends how he could do something nice for his girlfriend and to buy her flowers and to go watch her dance, that made me so proud. And number two, I want to reference something that people might not necessarily know about him. I think a lot of people know this about my son, but maybe they look at him as just being like an athlete. Your genuine kindness and empathy towards others inspires me to be more thoughtful. I'm always touched. Here's the specifics. I'm always touched by how sincerely you are interested in others. Like when you come home from school and you always ask dad and I how our day was. So there I referenced a quality that other people might not pick up on. And then I also gave them a specific example. And then number three is I want to reference something that I know is important to him. So I said, I love how important your family is to you. As busy as you are with your sports and your friends in school, you always prioritize your time and you try to spend as much time with us as possible. And then number four was to think back on the past, right? And then give a specific example about two or three. So here's my number four. I said, in fact, I remember when you were a freshman and all of your buddies were going to parties and spending time wandering around at the spectrum and trying to be cool. You just spend time with your family, doing crazy, cool, fun, creative videos with your sister or just chilling out with us. And we noticed. And then number five, referencing the future. Brock, seeing how you treat your girlfriend and your sister and your friends and our extended family makes me so proud and it gives me confidence to know that you know how to treat people and perhaps more importantly, how you deserve to be treated and that gives me peace as a parent. And then number six is to reference something little that other people might not pick up on um, that might go unnoticed and so I said this, I think you know this. But it doesn't hurt to see it in writing from your super crazy, super smart mom. Kid, you touch people in a way. You let them know that you care about them in such a way that I know you, Brock Johnson, are living God's purpose. And I can't wait to watch you become the man that you are destined to be. So that's it. That's your six-part love letter. You can take any one of these pieces and it becomes a love note. I encourage you. I challenge you. I urge you to send a love note. You can send it via text or write it on a post-it note to people in your family. Do one every single day this week. Just watch how it makes you feel. Notice how it makes other people respond to you. But your challenge for today is to take these six pieces and to sit down and to write a handwritten love letter to someone who you need to let them know how much you appreciate them, that they matter, that they're important. And the payoff isn't just going to be for them. It's going to be for you too. We don't do enough of this, you guys. It's going to feel so good when you do it. And and would you do me a favor? Would you please leave me a message and let me know how you felt when you were done? 
if if by chance you actually get a reply back from the person, I'd love to hear that too. That'd be super cool. And by the way, if someone forwarded this message, this podcast to you, it's because they love you. And perhaps you have a difficult time expressing yourself in person. Maybe you're not great with words. Maybe you're just not that kind of individual, but yet you have love in your heart and they know it. So they sent you this podcast because just by chance, you are better. Because there's a very good chance you, my friend, are better in writing than you are in person. And let me tell you this, it is just as meaningful to receive these words in writing as it is sometimes to hear them. Sometimes we stumble over our own words or people reject the compliments, like we don't receive the love and we interrupt. And so perhaps someone sent this to you because they want to encourage you to send them a love letter. How cool is that? My friends, I love you. I love you for the love notes you've been offering me in the form of reviews for the show. And I'm, I'm not just saying that. I really mean that. It does feel like a love note every time I read one of those and, and the letters you're writing on Facebook. And I didn't mean in any way to diminish uh, the kind words and the appreciation that, that any of you take the time to send my way. It, it means a lot. I just, I just wanted to make the point that when we put something in writing, it's really special. So let's do that today. And I appreciate you and I love you. And I look forward to having you share those same sentiments with someone you love. I hope we get a chance to spend some time together again this week. If you haven't picked up on it, I'm doing three episodes of The Shaleen Show a week. And uh, I'm going to keep doing that as long as you're downloading them. If you're not downloading them and you're not keeping up, well, then that's cool. I can go back to just like one a week. I do this because of you. You are my inspiration. You are my motivation. You are my fuel. I really do appreciate you and you know you are the bomb.com. This episode of The Shaleen Show was brought to you by the Courageous Confidence Club. If you're part of the club and you're changing your life and you've got new friends and the support of some incredibly positive, loving people, we want to hear about your experience. Go to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast and leave me a message. That's right. It's the same place where you can leave a voicemail message and get all of the show notes from this episode.